welcome once again to the How Long to Beat podcast. I'm Rick, joined as always by Alex and Paula. Not as always, we're very blessed this week to have uh, Aaron and Viz from Studio Voyager. Uh, it's a special episode this week, so we're going to take a break from the usual formatting. Uh, and we're going to quiz them all about their upcoming game, What Lies in the Multiverse. A little bit more about them as people, because, you know, there's a game coming, but we've got two humans on the podcast, and that is mostly what counts. Aaron, Viz. First, Aaron, say hello. Hello. And this? Hello. Perfect. Uh, wonderful to have you both on board. Um, I am going to lead over to Alex because Alex <laughs> sure. is the one that does all the questions. In terms of how we're going to split this, we're going to have a chat about the guys, first of all. Uh, if we can squeeze it in, we're going to maybe sort of briefly fire off what we're all been playing this week, stroke at the moment. Uh, and then we'll go on to talk about the game in a little bit more detail. Um, and we'll finish off with, uh, to be honest, probably the hook that brought the guys onto the show. How, How long, long to, be to beat the, the game? game. Nice. And that doesn't really work because they didn't join in and now I'm kind of heartbroken. <laughs> Alex, do it before I get angry. <laughs> <laughs> well, welcome. Thank you for coming in. Um, so yeah, we always do like a little interview with guests because we like to know a little more about people's gaming backgrounds and histories and whatnot. So I'll, I'll leave it up to you two who answers first and whatnot. But uh, first question is just basically like, what part of the world do you live in? Which I think will be similar for you both. And uh, how does that affect your game? <laughs> As you know, uh, we're both from Chile, uh, a really long country in the south of the of the world. Mm-hmm. <laughs> As is Paula, so you already know mm-hmm. a little bit about our Chilean culture. Uh, As gaming. Uh, I'm a special case in Chile, <laughs> to be honest. Uh, I live in the middle of nowhere in the countryside. So I have lived with the awful, the, the most awful internet ever. <laughs> to the point that uh, around two months ago, I just had two megabytes per second uh, as the max, as the cap limit of the internet. Oh God. Uh, and, and now I have yep. good internet and now I feel like I'm living up society as, as a whole. <laughs> For me, digital games are not a thing. Mm. <laughs> uh, in case it's not in the games, that are, I was like, I bought the Game Pass for this year, and the, I have living up to indie games because they, they the size of the, the indie games are around 500 kilobytes, <laughs> and that was my my gaming scenario as a whole, to be honest. Yeah, you, you you mentioned something about taking hours to download a game or yeah and it's not even a big game it's like uh i want to download i don't know a one gigabyte game and i was like okay i'm gonna take a day off <laughs> <laughs> i'm just in the computer and leave it there just downloading because i can't do anything with the internet no one needs to make the night <laughs> overnight <laughs> downloads yeah oh god yeah, yeah. Christ. Now, when yeah, do you start uh, making the game? Say, play them otherwise. No, 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 you're all good. This is, <laughs> this is part of the course. We've got five people. It's going to be messy. Um, yeah. No. Sorry, just go ahead. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, no, yeah, just a joke. Yeah. Legend says that when I met Aaron uh, through Twitter, um, that was the moment he had internet connection uh, that year <laughs> it was just a, a coincidence like all stars aligned so we can I was on so. top of my house with a, with a cell phone yeah. 
I must find the connection. I must meet the line. That line. Yeah, I guess the cellular signals aligned for you two to meet, basically. <laughs> it was magical. <laughs> okay, so Aaron, so yeah, you live in the middle of nowhere, but what about you, Visa? Are you like more populous area? No, I, I am like in. There's a running joke in Chile, like Santiago, which mm-hmm. which is the capital. Like Santiago is Chile, um, <laughs> which obviously isn't because it's like a very small portion of the country. But mm-hmm. everything is in Santiago, like everything. Mm. Um, so it's really centralized, and a lot of people from other regions of the country like goes here to study at college, um, mm-hmm. some stuff like that. Um, so yeah, like I, I'm a city person. Like I, I don't know where I'm living. Basically, like two streets from my house, I, I'm lost. And I need a map for everything. Um, and one time I went to Aaron's house, and I probably would have died if if it wasn't for him. Like I, I, I was really lost. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, <laughs> you can't get a map up because you've got no internet there. No, I live in the middle of the jungle now. <laughs> uh, Which is really true, like, actually. <laughs> he really lives like in the middle of nowhere because like the where he lives, the houses are like really far apart. Okay. So but, but it's like one hour from here, like a train. It's it's really close, but at the same time it's like nowhere. <laughs> Um, well, but yeah, I, I, I'm in the city, uh, the same as Paula. Um, uh, yeah, I had a decent internet, <laughs> if that counts. I remember looking at like a population density map of Chile, and it was just like Santiago, yeah. and then it's just like nothing. <laughs> like, else, like, that, that's a lie. <laughs> population density is absolutely like this. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Absolutely true. But it, I, I understand because like living in Canada, it's like kind of similar, where like basically the cities, it's like huge population density and then the minute you leave the cities it's just like everybody yeah. lives like 30 <laughs> minutes away from each other like because i grew up in a like countryside too where it was like every house is super far away and so you're just kind of like okay unless you live in the city it's just nothing <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's awesome okay nice so yeah i guess this was a good question because yeah living where you're living here and really does affect your gaming doesn't it <laughs> So I'm guessing what lies in the multiverse is going to have a physical edition then, huh? (laughs) (laughs) Don't put us in that spot, please. I hope so. Yeah. I hope so. I'm not just listening, so I hope so. (laughs) Or else you're never going to get to play it, right? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. But no, no. Well, working working has been uh, something different, to be honest. Uh, like making the, the playing the preview of the game or playing all of that and literally just someone in the call of Discord and can you stream me the game because I cannot play it because I cannot download it so, oh man yeah, yeah. That, that has oh. been uh, a year and but uh, last month I got good internet finally I, I feel like I, I live in the in the space age to be honest <laughs> 
<laughs> it really. I was going to joke. I was yep. going to joke about you not being able to like download the final build, but like that was low key the reality for you. No, low key was <laughs> like that for a, a long time. Oh my god! That's why I asked because I wasn't sure. Yeah, yeah. Nice. Oh dang. Okay, great. Thank you both. Um, so uh, moving on though, like, what's your kind of gaming background or like preference, like? what's gaming been like for you you kind of hinted at it a little bit with like the physical but i'm just curious like what kind of games you into Uh um, i mean we're gonna go with alphabetical order so I alphabetical order. <laughs> okay Aaron's like oh i guess me <laughs> i guess me then <laughs> to my game taste um I have been a whip of my whole life, so <laughs> uh, I play a lot of visual novels, I play a lot of uh, RPGs, I play a lot of story-driven games, to be honest. Uh, my favorite series is Kingdom Hearts, and I get a lot of uh, hate about it. <laughs> <laughs> um, hey, man. Whatever floats your boat, In a jokey side, but... <laughs> but no, it's not. <laughs> no, but, uh, but in my heart it is. <laughs> I take no pun intended. No pun intended. Yeah. So and because normally visual uh, novels and all of that, they are not very heavy games. So again, to again to the, it's not very big, so I can play it at my home and don't to don't bother because I I can download the game and play for how long? Uh, how long? <laughs> Uh, around 100 hours so it's mm -hmm. fine um but to be honest i'm not a gaming side of things yeah. uh, i don't play a lot <laughs> okay i, I yeah, always into uh, yeah i mm. always myself as, uh, as I, I don't play a lot i love games but i don't play a lot sure. i know a lot of games because i love uh, because i can't play because internet and all the whole thing uh i love let's plays too much. Way too much. It takes my life. <laughs> hey, man, that's gaming. <laughs> yeah, it's gaming, so I guess. I mean, that's a whole yeah. new thing, too, right? Like, I think yeah. even myself. Yeah. like I kind of grew up, like, a little bit kind of before Let's Plays really took off. But I think about kids these days. Like, yeah. half of them have watched more games than I've played. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I, have been, I have been watching Let's Plays since ever, so I have been watching the growth of what a Let's Player is, to be honest. Uh, like, I have been following people for around six years, and you're like, yeah, that's their whole career, and you don't understand how how they grew up as a person and all the social, uh, parasocial relationships and all that, but, but still... I remember the days of Let's Plays being like split up into like 30 chapters yeah. of 10-minute videos. Yeah. <laughs> or I remember the 10 minutes videos that that's like oh, oh people just playing the whole game and don't making too many commentary to be honest. And now we have streaming, now we have all of that. So it's really it's, it's a weird age to be living we are living in. Uh, yeah, I, I, I guess it kind of makes sense. Um I, I have an, an older brother, so I I grew up in that position where it's really like normal and fun to watch someone someone play the game, especially when when they don't let you play the game. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's fun. It's 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 a weird phenomenon. Phenomenon? What's what's the word? Yeah, 
Yeah, I don't know what's the word. Yeah, it is a word now. Now it's a word. Now it's a word. Yeah, it's, uh, no, you're good. That's good. <laughs> That's funny. You made me laugh because like I am the older brother of my family, so like I was the one where my brothers would watch me playing games. It wasn't even so much that I wouldn't let them. They just kind of it was weird. Like my younger brothers weren't actually interested in playing the games. They more wanted to watch because I think they weren't very yeah. good at the, like at the age that I was. Yeah, so, that happens. That happens. Yeah. No, that's what you were saying. You're like, no, 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 you're not good. Let me show you how to do it. Like, <laughs> I was the nerd. <laughs> what about I, you, Vince? Where you got the uh, mic? Wait, sorry. Oh. I was just prompting you. This is another classic. No Dad. worries. Yeah. <laughs> happens. <laughs> yeah, what, what are your gaming backgrounds or preferences? Uh, mine. Um, I'm not too different. To be honest, um, I grew up like playing only um, Game Boy Advance emul- emulated games on PC because I never had a console uh, as a child. Um, so I played a lot of RPGs um, over and over. Uh, <laughs> um, that was mostly my my gaming, like really narrative stuff. Um, and then when I uh, became older, I started playing like consoles, fighting games, uh, different uh, type of stuff. Uh, I'm really into um, online card games. Uh, like now, for example, I play a lot of Legends of Terror. It's one of my favorite games, uh, basically. Um, I like competitive games a lot. Uh, um but yeah uh, if i'm playing by myself i like narrative stuff I, it's something i i enjoy truly um i i like to be in immersing stories and and i don't know um like being immersing in this type of worlds um and i lo- i like a lot of fantasy like lots of fantasy stuff so i i i, I always been really into rpgs but now, yeah, uh, I also don't play much. Um, yeah. It's just like online stuff with friends or um, CCGs by, by my cup. That's fair. So, I yeah. suppose if you guys are making games all the time, you're like, break. <laughs> yeah, that happens. Uh, <laughs> yeah. it's, it's, a, it's a really weird thing. Like, people, uh, every game developer says that um, the more you make games, the less you play games, actually. It is. Yeah. It's kind of a really weird effect, um, but it's at some parts. Like uh, when I started, like at the very beginning of uh, making the game, I played a lot. Like mm-hmm. that, that was my uh, most intense gaming year, like my whole life. Um, I played like over one hundred indie games. Like it, it was too much. Uh, I like short games also, so that, that was useful for that. <laughs> mm-hmm. Getting your research done. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I love. I get what you're saying though. Like I, I'm a theater director, and like it was so funny because like I do it, and people were like, "Oh, do you want to go see a play?" And I was like, "I'd rather kill myself." Like I just, I don't want to. Like you know, like it's like when you're working on something so intensely, you're just like, I don't want to go back to yeah. work a little bit. You know, like there's that feeling of like, yeah, yeah let's work a little bit. Um, and it's not because I don't like it. It's just you know. I don't know. There's like a switch that happens. I don't know, but do you feel yeah. like when you play games now, do you? Do you find yourself like analyzing them a little bit more as you play them? Yeah, yeah, it happens. <laughs> um, sometimes uh, I'm I'm more like conscious about it. 
like I'm playing this game and I want to know um, want to know what makes the uh, this game good. Um, but sometimes sometimes I'm just chilling and then I notice I'm thinking like. How the fuck does the game was designed? Like, I, I, I can imagine the developers working on this. Uh, like, I, it's, it's really weird. It's really weird. Um, the, it, with Aaron, it happens a lot. Uh, we play yeah. some some games, uh, but um, together, and most of our commentary is about the design of the game. It's terrible. <laughs> <laughs> it's really annoying. Know, it's terrible. <laughs> <laughs> See, I, I had a feeling this would be because that's yeah. Sorry, you just this is part of why I like I've, I've dabbled in game design stuff, but I realized I was like I think I like playing them more because like yeah, it's <laughs> you gotta ask yourself the question of like do you want to make or do you want to enjoy? And it's like with theater for me, it's yeah. like if I go see a play with friends now, we'll just talk about like all the decisions that they made for that play and why they're bad. <laughs> you're yeah. like, no! <laughs> you're just like your it's, brain. It, it's yeah. really difficult to like turn off that that switch. Yeah. Um, but that's why I, I like um, watching people play a lot, because that that's a lot more relaxing and I, it it puts you already in a mood of just chilling and enjoying. Um, you don't have that much control over the game, so I don't know. It's it's a lot more relaxed and and I I don't know what's. Uh, well, what's my point? <laughs> no, that's great. <laughs> but it's fun watching people. It, it's fun watching people play. <laughs> I like how we, we we rolled back to the let's plays. That's a that's a good way of looking at yeah. it. Too. Yeah, <laughs> a relaxed way to enjoy games. <laughs> it's a full secret line. Yeah, we came right in. <laughs> uh, love to be it. Honest, as yeah. a as a game developer, uh, let's players are the best thing because you watch people play games and you're not. Technically, watching the game by watching the people uh, enjoy the game, and that's why mm. that's why I enjoy it a lot. Because normally, if you're playing a game, you're focusing in the game. If you're watching a let's play, you're focusing on the on the the, the person that's playing the game. So you're watching them enjoy it on their own way. Yeah, I, I think that's why game developers also like very much the let's players. Nice. Well, hey, maybe we'll have to. We'll somehow, when What Lies in the Multiverse gets released, we'll do a How Long to Be podcast let's play of What Lies in the Multiverse. We'll make it happen. That is an excellent idea. Yeah. Did, did somebody say How Long to Stream the HLTV podcast version? <laughs> Yay! How Long to Stream. Nice. Uh, that's great. There you go. You heard it here first. <laughs> so you, you can hold us to that eventually. Um, we'll have to get you guys to come back to react to the streams. It'll be a whole thing. <laughs> we'll just keep going back and back um nice okay so we heard a little bit then so actually this is a fun one that i, I, I like to ask but i guess not just like your console of choice but like what's your favorite console or handheld that you pick because i heard you mentioned like gba and stuff and so i'm curious what your like favorite gaming device and or platform is i love the gba uh, it's my favorite one uh, it has my whole all the games in there are my favorites um uh, but I haven't touched ever a GBA, a real GBA in my life. So I can't say that it's my favorite one because I haven't touched it. But um, I have very good memories with the PS2 because Kingdom Hearts, as I said. Um, and I really like my 3DS and my Switch. 
So I have been a uh, Nintendo person for a long time, to be honest. Um, but yeah, I think my favorite one is the 3DS. It's the one that I enjoy the most, to be honest. Nice. Follow-up question. Do you use the 3D at all? I do. I like the 3D. That's the right answer. That is the because right answer. Because I, I, <laughs> I, I had this beautiful thing that is the, the Kid Icarus stand. The, oh. the Kid Icarus surprising. Where's so, mine gone? I literally had it out. I, 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 I <laughs> mine is somewhere and I don't oh, oh, I also use it for the Switch. So I think it's oh. in the perfect oh, position to play with the 3D. Gone. Also, yeah. I think that's the reason I use glasses. So, ah. <laughs> <laughs> see, you're this a man of a... culture. It's oh, exactly the same. Thing. <laughs> Rick's having a should... mini existential crisis. He's like, "Where's my kid Icarus stand?" <laughs> and on top of that, here, me looking for a switch and vocalized, not a switch. This is chaos now. Just descended into chaos. It only took 20 <laughs> minutes to descend into chaos. That's impressive. Oh. Yeah, I'll I'll look for my Let me showcase my 2DS. I have a beautiful 2DS with a Kingdom Hearts plate. Again, <laughs> with, with the Kingdom Hearts 3D. It's, it's beautiful. It's in, a, in, a, in a sky blue, I think it was called. <laughs> it's our aqua blue. Very good. This is fun. I feel like the last time we had a guest on, too, because we had the last developer was also had their DS on because it was developing DS. <laughs> This game, so this is, just, this is a thing now. DSs must come on. <laughs> Thanks, Eric. You say, what, what's your uh, what's your console of choice? Uh, as I said before, uh, I had very little consoles in my life. Right? Yeah, I I had a physical GBA. Uh, I can say that. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I, probably um, the uh, the reason why I like GBA the most is pure nostalgia. Like mm. I, I remember fondly these these games, and I think they're really good. But I have to think in some way like, yeah, it's probably nostalgia. Like it, it was my childhood, basically. Um, but my my first console uh, um, was the Wii U, actually. <laughs> Just I, I don't regret nothing. It, yeah. It's a great console. I, I love it. I love it. Um, I I bought it just because I wanted to play Smash Bros. Like oh, that's fair. that was the only fair. reason. Everything else it was like some, uh, something on top. But yeah. and you, you couldn't Smash have just Bros. bought like a 3DS and had a library Smash. with it as well. <laughs> See, I bought a 3DS um, for Smash Brothers actually because I knew I didn't want a Wii U, and I was like, I want to play the new Smash Brothers though. What about the 3DS? <laughs> Is it even allowed no, I remember when the Smash Bros was out, we played with my friends in uni a lot on a computer, and I remember oh. just going going in the because emulators, and I remember just going to, uh, out of classes, going to play uh, open whatever computer because all of us had had it downloaded. Uh, and play Smash Bros. during for hours. Like, yeah, absolutely. Um, I, I think it was like, um, I don't know, I had like, uh, I was like 12, and when my friends played uh, Smash Bros. 64, but in my computer, of course, and 
four people in a keyboard is like really messy, and especially when they're all <laughs> mashing buttons and screaming and no, pushing each other. Is, we use a gamepad. We use a gamepad. We all we all have different gamepads. I remember. No, no, we we, we, we didn't have technology. We didn't know about technology at the time. <laughs> you didn't. Have... Aaron was living the dream. <laughs> 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 Which no one listening to this can see, but he found the Kinnikar stand. To be honest, this stand, uh, the Kinnikar stand, to describe it to the, to the audience, uh, it's one of the best things ever, to be honest. I use it for my cell phone, I use it for my Switch, I use it for uh, for the 3DS, of course. Uh, I use it for my computer, no, I'm kidding. Oh my God. <laughs> Damn, that thing is tank. Does it, does it say something about Kinnikar's? Uh, no, it doesn't it, say it, 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 just, it just came with the kiddikers. It's just black. It's just yep. black. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Listen, I actually don't know it was with the kiddikers. Hot take, people are little bitches about Kid Icarus. It's a great game. You didn't need to to enjoy it. Okay. Uh, I definitely tried to play the competitive side of Kid Icarus. Surprising. And I really don't recommend it because my arms hurt like a lot. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah, I don't recommend it either. Yeah, but I remember the competitive side. Little was... bitches. Yeah. I didn't like the main story. I didn't get too far because. I've just never played it. But so. I'm distracted. No, I me neither. Yeah, I got nothing. And it was a fun game. Uh, oh my god. <laughs> okay. So Wait, did we get through everything? Did we get through favorite consoles? Because you mentioned Wii. Oh yeah, you said we Wii. Did. Yes, 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 yes. Wii U. Wii U. My part. Uh, I, I, I love the Switch. I love the Switch. I got a like a handheld Switch. I, I, oh, the Switch. The light. light version. Mm. Yeah. But my mistake thing. was buying um last year, which I didn't play basically anything. So I had it like just getting getting older like, I, I i haven't touched it like i love the, the, the person that decided to buy the wii u for smash doesn't have a switch <laughs> well, he does have a switch yeah. right but a switch is light yeah but i don't have a switch i don't have i don't have smash. i retire <laughs> I, I, I retire um oh, i play no. a lot of smash i i went to tourneys and i think I'm I'm a little burnout now. Ah, yeah. <laughs> it was too uh, much, yeah. too much. Fuck. That happens. Uh, but right? yeah, the Wii U is like in in my heart. I, nice. I love the Wii U. In it's a great way. console. Hey. <laughs> Wii U unite. Some people swear by it, you know. <laughs> I'm good, but some people swear by it. <laughs> Although I have considered. I'm not people. <laughs> yeah. Though to be honest with you, I have considered like if I ever see one for cheap, just because it has the HDMI, I just kind of want to like hack one and put yeah. like virtual console games on it. Yeah. yeah. Like it's a great hungry console. I really want that because of that. Yeah. You know? a- yeah. I heard that. Because the Wii was an excellent homebrew, like a uh, homebrew yeah. console, but you know, I don't want to get a thing from HGTV. Anyway, it's a whole other thing. It's a whole other conversation. <laughs> but the last question I have in our little <laughs> interview segment, um, well, I guess I don't know. I guess you kind of answered this, but like we I, we like to ask if if you have like a memory that you can remember of like kind of the first thing that got you like into gaming, where you're like, oh yeah, I like this. I would like to do more. Because uh, I know you've mentioned. Game Boy Advance and whatnot, but was there like a game where you're just like, this is it? That's a deep question, isn't it? Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> really. Uh, I do have one, and all the people that know me already know what my answer is going to be. <laughs> and those are the Camtaro games in the GBA. Uh, 
Those are my favorite games. <laughs> I replay it every year as, as an uncanny thing, to be honest. And I just love them. I, I have it in my heart, to be honest. And <laughs> I I know this is a plugin. I'm sorry if I'm making a plugin in the middle of it. Uh, I do live streams in Twitch. And my whole thing, my whole layout is just Hamtaro things. <laughs> <laughs> so you can see how a fanboy I am about it. Man, plug your Twitter out. There are like, there are like five people in our community who are going to fucking love hearing that. You don't even know. Because we have a thing on our game of the month right now. There has been a campaign for the past like six months to get Hamtaro as the game of the month. So like, <laughs> you're in good company. month. <laughs> and the funny thing is that I haven't watched the series ever in my life. <laughs> I love the games. You yeah, haven't. I love the games. I don't know about the series. I just like the games. The series is really cute. I actually watched it when I was younger. It was one of the few anime that like came to Canada and like in a translation. I remember watching that as a kid. I didn't know it was Japanese, but yeah. <laughs> yeah I remember watching it like every morning before going to school. Like, mm-hmm. uh, like I was like a sacred ritual to start the day like the day wasn't like really rolling without Hamtaro <laughs> I never played the games but the anime was cute as hell oh my god oh, yeah. <laughs> um shit okay what about what about you what, what, what's your uh what got you into gaming um I think it was probably um the Sonic games like the really old Sonic games um okay. when I when I was when I was a kid <laughs> Um, a friend of my brother uh, had a, like a a diskette, like uh, a floppy disk. That's that's the word. Literally a floppy disk with a lot of a lot of um, Sega Genesis games, like uh, the entire collection, basically. Oh. Um, so we, me and my brother, just put that in our computer and play basically all games. I remember like an Asterix and Obelix game. <laughs> it was amazing. I, I loved it so much. Uh, but yeah, so- Sonic, I played a lot, a lot, uh, especially Sonic Two, uh, because I can- I um, could play with my brother. I was Tails, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> um, that and the Pokemon games, of course. Um, I had like another floppy disk with Pokemon, uh, the first one, and I could save. Um, so I had to basically complete the game in one day before turning off my computer. So, uh, or the entire save file will be deleted. So you're like, the that was basically years of playing over and over and over and over and over. I loved it. <laughs> Christ. Wow. That's awesome. So like that was the first Pokemon yeah. then, huh? Yeah. Yeah. The first Pokemon. Yeah, no, I feel you. Wait, can I ask, have you played the Golden Sun games? Because you talk about GBA RPGs. Yes, yes, yes. yes. I love the Golden Sun games. Uh, Yes. (laughs) I I don't know if I actually finished it, but it was a really good game. I remember. You you asked me any game of GBA, I I probably played it. Nice. Uh, My my second favorite game is the Mario Tennis from from GBA. So good. uh, Good. I played a lot. So literally, my my whole game is like GBA games, and no one plays. <laughs> Camelot. The people that play really love them. <laughs> Honestly, like Camelot was like the like king of the GBA, yeah. like just 
the yeah, Alpha Dream also. Alpha Dream yeah. also. They, they did the Mario and Luigi, make the Hamtaro games. I actually, when I knew that they go bankrupt, I think last year, mm. uh, just broke my heart. Uh, they they were literally uh, one of the one of my inspiration to be a game developer. Oh, nice. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah, yeah. I played there that one that finally got translated there, Tomato Adventure, and yeah, they they every game they have is a banger. They're just great. Yeah. <laughs> um. Nice. Okay. Awesome. Well, why don't we? I think we have time to talk about what we're yeah. playing. Then, uh, give you guys maybe like a split second break <laughs> from. Yeah, of course. <laughs> uh, but maybe we'll actually. I guess we'll start. Maybe if you if you don't mind, because you said you aren't playing a whole lot, so maybe this will be a quick one. But uh, what are you guys playing right now, Aaron? What are you? What, what are you playing? Let me bring my my script on. We are playing with Vicente on stream. We're playing uh, Call of the Sea. Oh, nice. uh, so it's, a, it's a, little, a little bit of, of both playing it. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I love that game, and I hate it at the same time. Uh, I, I I love the idea of the game. I love um, I love Verne's books. Uh, I don't know how you say it in English, to be honest. Julio Verne. Uh, oh, Jules Verne. Jules Verne. Uh, Jules Verne's uh, books. I, I love them. And Call of the Sea has all the inspiration from there, and. Uh, and it, and you can feel it, you can feel it also in the bad in the worst parts. To be honest, the 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 the, the protagonist doesn't shut up ever. Uh, uh, the controls are clunky to bring more of the uh, to be more a more part of the game. But but uh, and the and the game sometimes uh, lacks a little bit, and I don't know if my computer or the game. So. Um, so yeah, uh, but I really like it. Uh, the other side, uh, the artistic side is beautiful. The game is beautiful. Uh, the music side is very ambiental, uh, ambient music, and I really like that. Um, but yeah, uh, apart of, and the and the writing is actually good uh, at parts. As much as when when it shines, it shines very bright, and you like it. So I'm having that uh, that game. Nice. Um, yeah, I beat that one last year when it came out. It's a really, like you said, it, it's a game with high highs and some like middling lows, like not super low, but yeah, like, ah, okay moments. But yeah, yeah, yeah. nice. Uh, yeah. I am also playing Eastward. Oh, Eastward. Uh, yeah, <clears throat> it's an RPG uh, that comes from a developers in China, I think it is. Yeah. Uh, um, very pixel art, very beautiful. Uh, this is very pretty. I'm just in the prologue, so I can't say much about the game. Mm-hmm. The a part of I love it, every part of it, and I I'm kind of disappointed that I can't have more time to play it. Mm-hmm. Uh, the other games are I'm playing. I'm trying to play Piafiore still. <laughs> the Paula recommended me. Uh, I was going to say three guesses who put you onto that one. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> uh, that I'm trying to keep playing. I love the I love the game. I, I haven't. It's my first Otome, to be honest. And I actually love. I I, I enjoy a lot visual novels and all that. So I'm actually enjoying it a lot. Uh, I love the I love the music. I love jazz music in in games. Uh, 
you could say that Persona made it. And <laughs> 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 um, uh, what else? I'm also playing the Days Attorney Chronicles. That I know. The, yeah, I know that Alex, you're playing it. Uh, oh, but yeah. I'm still in. <laughs> I'm still in the third chapter because I'm heartbroken from the second chapter. Without making spoilers. Oh no, uh, I hear you. Yeah. Uh, so I'm still in Chuck and uh, having PTSD. <laughs> I, I love Ace Attorney games. I really do. I, I grew up on them. I played a lot of them. I recommended them to Paula. <laughs> mm. I think. <laughs> yeah, uh, so playing a new Ace Attorney for me was going back in childhood where I played the games, the original games in my in my cell phone, not my DS, because I didn't have them for the DS. Um, so it, it was weird and enjoying a lot. The, you, you can see that the game has all the, hits all the spots of the Ace Attorney games uh, in comparison to investigations. Uh, that is definitely a, a, another thing. Uh, it, it feels more of a mainline game uh, and going going further with the with the the whole formula they have but they also have the problems with the new games that it's very handholdy at the beginning and very very handholdy and i i don't like handholdy games uh, i think that's about it i'm playing if i remember correctly uh yeah that, that's all i'm playing at the moment. Yeah, no, I hear you with the handholdiness. Like, it, it is quite a bit in that first part. Um, and I feel like they all do that. They have that intro, and it's like, I get yeah. it because there's new players, but I'm also like, I've been playing these games. I've played, like, 10 of these. <laughs> <laughs> Especially some parts, some parts that you can feel that the game is Japanese because uh, literally they're starting to teach you how English works. And, and you're like, I think. <laughs> So I, I know it's, I, I have I love the Isatonia Chronicles because I have learned a lot about Japanese culture, even though it's a, it's a English uh, yeah. try, trying to make it in like in like old English thing. Mm -hmm. But it's, it's super interesting, especially the age, because we that we live in the America side of part uh, of things. Uh, we don't have that kind of culture. We don't know how the British uh, try to make connections with Japan and all of that, because mm -hmm. we didn't live that. We, uh, we were having our own issues. <laughs> yeah. It is. So, it's an interesting time frame, right? Like, like where they said it. Yeah. Like this, it is like a historically rich, but like not deeply explored area of like this, like yeah relationships and the hillock charms is i think that exists and i, I really like this interpretation of uh, <laughs> uh, yeah uh, I, I really like this interpretation of Sherlock Holmes. to be honest it's one of my favorites um uh, you I mean really hillock charms <laughs> Yeah, I mean Sherlock Holmes. Yes. <laughs> so also, it's so funny because I'm playing the I'm playing the David version of the game. The, no, the the I mean the other thing. Uh, I'm playing the Sabbath version of the game, so it's in Japanese. Uh, uh, and it's so funny because the narrator is, uh, says Sherlock Holmes, and yeah. then Sherlock yeah. Holmes, and you're like, <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm gonna change it in my mind. Then. 
love that. Amazing. Yeah. Um, yeah. Nice. Anything else, or, or that that's that's my answer. I think that's about it. Other than that, it's work. <laughs> that's playing multiverse, basically. Play play, is that multiverse. what you're playing? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> most of the time. <laughs> most of the time, just making sure everything works. My God. So, what what about you? Today? You're, you're playing Call of the Sea. What lies in the multiverse? <laughs> yeah. Anything else? No, I I, I watch Call of the Sea. <laughs> ah, okay. just like um, I I make company to Aaron while he plays and he screams while he doesn't <laughs> know how to solve a puzzle, and we were stuck like for hours. And I think I didn't touch a game guide in years, like literally years. But we were so stuck in some puzzles. So like, stuck. I, we literally was like two hours it was in like, a puzzle. Let me check. Let me check my brain, like my mental guide, I, and it, it it was amazing. Like I I didn't know. Uh, Wait, like, it, it was impossible. Like, what what it puzzle was, really... was it? Because I think I might know what um, puzzle you're talking about. We we had two problems. Uh, two one yeah. one uh, that had a lot of ice in yeah. in the walls. And we didn't know that the one eyes, can yeah. interact with the eyes. <laughs> we didn't um, realize it, it wasn't interactable. So we were running around around the eyes like around for hours. I know those goddamn eyes drove me crazy. I like I lost my mind at those eyes. That's what, they whispered your things. So it was more crazy. Yeah. <laughs> Alex yeah, has yeah. some studios uh, who are flashbacks there. Yeah. Yeah, I I Aaron, Aaron was still running around and I read the guy. And, and it was like, Aaron, you don't want to hear this. <laughs> <laughs> it's especially annoying it's, it's when it's terrible. a simple solution, right? You're like, <laughs> no. It was literally in front of us. Literally. <laughs> That's a problem some of the puzzle games, though, right? Yeah. Like, you start thinking abstractly, and then it's like, no, press button. And you're like, no, but it must be something else. <laughs> no, press button. <laughs> Like I remember thinking, I was like, "Okay, wait, there's those telescopes, and there's those, there's like this ink stains." Yeah. And I was like, "Maybe it has something to do with that." I was like, "No, man, it's press the exactly. eye." Exactly. Oh, one of the kids was oh like, "Go explore this other thing that has nothing to do with it." Yeah, <laughs> yeah that was the problem. The hint told you to go do something else, yeah. and so I got all confused. Oh god! And it was very far away. Oh. Sorry. Okay, I'm just I, I'm understanding your pain with this one. <laughs> Oh God! Okay, maybe. Yeah, I, oh yeah, it was really fun. It was really fun to be honest. Yeah, really <laughs> um, After some hours of breathing, really hard. After some hours of pain, you had a good time. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> well, why, um, oh, yeah, I, 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 um, oh, as, as I said before, I'm playing a lot of Legends of Runeterra, which is um, this card game based on League of Legends. Um, like the narrative of League of Legends. Um, I'm not too fan of League of Legends at all, like especially mm. because of its community. Like, I played a lot of time, like um, I don't know, like five years straight um, during school. Um, but the community was so toxic that I want to kill myself. Yeah. So <laughs> I just left it. And then the, the pandemic came and me and my friends were like, all right, we have nothing to play. So let's uh, go back to this. And it's fun, but I don't 
like it. It's I I don't think it's like a really good game, but it's it's like I don't know taking drugs. Um, <laughs> you know, you know it's bad for you, but you can stop. It's it's, it's amazing. Actually, <laughs> you know it's bad um, when you compare it to drugs. <laughs> you just wow. like made me think that's like wow. my relationship no. with Tetris ninety nine, where I'm just like I shouldn't be playing. Oh, yeah. I love that. <laughs> 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 like this is a dumb um, game and why am i playing <laughs> let's go <laughs> uh, but yeah i i like the lore um i think the the world they they made and the characters and this the story and i don't know the creative part of the game is amazing so legends of runeterra like really exploits that part like it's, it's just uh, really beautiful art um, and characters interacting with each other and, and that mixed with a card game which I like a lot <laughs> so that's basically my, my game now um, but uh, I don't know um, I when I bought the Switch um, I play Animal Crossing a lot like uh, my, my day was um, I woke up and the first thing I'm, uh, I do is taking Animal Crossing. Like I, I was so fucking addicted. Like <laughs> it was a problem. It, I think it was a really big problem. Um, <laughs> fortunately, um, I got bored. So <laughs> that was <laughs> in a lot of time. <laughs> um, yeah, careful because that new also, expansion. Right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I, I don't want to touch it. Like I, I know I, I would be so invested and. I feel so bad for my uh, my neighbors. Like I I can't with the guilt. Like I, they they will see me and and they'll say something like I haven't seen you in eight months and I, I know I'm sorry I know I know I, I'm the worst person of all. Like, I feel terrible. And he's like, yeah. hey, you haven't talked to me in eight months. I really thought I did something bad. What can I do for you? I don't want you to hate me. That's some black mirror shit when you think about it. Yeah. Yeah. Um and I play Jenny Leclerc. That was like the small game I played during the years. Um that was really fun, actually. I I don't know if any of you have played, um, but the ending is something else else like in, not in a good way uh, so <laughs> I, I have mixed okay. feelings i have mixed feelings um because i have that but one it's a I... really good uh, cool game okay. yeah um I, I want to spoil it so much but <laughs> <laughs> someday we'll we'll do a spoiler talk on jenny leclerc yeah. <laughs> please, please. it's a short game it's a short game yeah so, I, bought it like I, I recommend dollar. it. It's fun. It's fun. Okay. Yeah. I'll try it out. <laughs> I recommend it till I don't. Till you don't. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Um, uh, I, like I, the... I want you to hate it with me. <laughs> Good. It's like some like the Alex Freakabans when he says, okay, play it, but until don't this part, yeah. don't finish yeah. it. <laughs> I have a lot of those games where I'm just like, there's no point finishing the game. Just have fun and then <laughs> stop. <laughs> 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 you know the ending journey. that you're like don't finish the game leave it that's it <laughs> let it be a good memory 
Nice. <laughs> well, why don't we um why don't we we'll blast through a little bit what we're playing. Um well we'll try to blast through as much as we can to give you guys a, a split second break <laughs> before we jump into the full on interview. Uh Paula, why don't you uh why don't you chat? Because I also want to break. <laughs> yeah. Um I've been playing a lot of games. You know, this semester is picking up when I can't decide what to play next and I hmm. just end up playing everything. Uh, so I've been playing Polybridge. Um, I'm on the last area of the game. I think I have like three stages left to finish it. Mm -hmm. uh, there were like a couple of bullshit levels, but overall it has been a lot of fun. Um, Animal Crossing Horizons has been a lot of fun, and I actually like couldn't stop playing it like for a couple of days. Um, because I was just having so much fun, like decorating the houses for my villagers on, on like the the expansion pass thing. Like, what's the name of it? Happy Home, home Paradise. Happy Home oh. Paradise. Yeah. Oh, I was right. designing. Not designer. That was the other game. Yeah. <laughs> that was the three DS game that they came <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, so yeah, I was doing that until Cupid Parasite came out and. Pretty much ate all of my time. I already finished the first route. And I think we could be Parasite. I'm going to go in a little tangent. I, I don't know if I already said it, but this uh, this Otome game is actually like a rom-com. Oh. Mm. So don't try to make sense of the story because it doesn't make sense, but it is a lot Unlike of fun. Unlike most Otome games, but yeah. I mean, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <Just kidding. laughs> well, this is like, like in a silly way. <laughs> I'm just teasing. But yeah, sorry. Keep going about it. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, like the the gist of it is like is that the main character, uh, Cupid, was pretty much like doing her thing, and suddenly, like her her arrows like didn't kind of like work like they used to, and like couples were like breaking up and. They were like, uh, I don't know, a decline on marriage or something like that, and and the 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 the, the other gods were mad, and shit happens. <laughs> she she pretty much got mad with her dad, and ended up like being very close friends with this other goddess, Viderva, that is like the 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 weird goddess that everyone is telling you not to be friends with nice because nice. she really likes the world of humans the world of the humans like and she pretty much like smuggles things from the human world into the into celestia just for fancies and she has like her own like gate that is based off of the uh sherlock holmes uh apartment building oh Ooh. baker street there's a lot of not sanitary spiritus but and after like learning from humans uh with auntie minerva keep it was like hey humans have this thing called uh marriage advisors and they're kind of doing the thing i was supposed to be doing but better and she had a fight with with with, with mars that is like her father and mars was like hey humans are not better go do your thing no humans are doing things well so i'm gonna do things my own way i'm gonna become a, a marriage advisor i'm gonna I'm, I'm gonna like uh 
match couples that way. And then you're gonna see the human way is the best way. Cupid the marriage counselor, this is great. <laughs> I do love that as a concept. Yeah. And we, we have sort of briefly spoken about it in the little um group chat we've got going. We said potentially if and it's a big if Otome twenty two happens. <laughs> It's maybe a, a better candidate than the one we picked last year. Let's put it that yeah. way. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I'm telling you, this game yes. is stupid, but in the best way possible. Right. Because Cupid, now named Lynette, like on the on the human realm, um, she works for Cupid Corporation as a private advisor, advisor and she's like a, one of the top private advisors. And... She really wants to like keep climbing up the company because that way she can prove her father wrong. And then the president of the company is like, hey, we have an urgent meeting. It's a secret meeting. Okay, okay, you're here. Um, you know, I need you to uh I've heard you want a promotion. I'm gonna give you a promotion if you can marry like these uh five people that we keep referring to as the parasitic five because they're fucking trouble and we can't uh... really cap the married so you're a, you're a last chance uh so go do that so she kind of like becomes like the bride of advisor for these five walking disasters like you have the guy who hasn't forgotten like his first love you have um an actor who isn't actually like um doesn't actually want to marry but he wants to like learn about love because he has like a romance thing coming up and he has For to role, act and he yeah. has no idea. Yeah. And you have a character that is just he just likes to um I want to say have an adventure with a girl that is already in love. So he pretty much is the, the thieving process because he steals other girlfriends. You have a fashion designer that um, doesn't talk with anyone who he considers to be unattractive or that dresses in a an appealing way. And then you have the the guy that is actually the president, but he he's supposed to be married, but he really isn't. And he's like, oh no, if people know I'm not married, it's gonna damage the company. So he sends a stand-in to every single event to tag instead of him and try to find him a match, which is a total disaster, as you might think. So, <laughs> and, and like, can we, can we take a step back. Cupid's working for Cupid Corporation. Yep. Oh my <laughs> Christ! Okay, it is beautiful, <laughs> though. Uh, Though this thing pretty much like the flow of the of the common route is pretty much like keep um keep the Lynette tries every single way possible to match up these guys. And shit happens. They end up doing like um they were supposed to be doing like a TV series that was like the like when you have like a group of guys and girls that is like, okay, something is supposed to happen and, and Lynette was supposed to be like the private advisor making like the gobbles, but the girls all drop out at the last second. So it became the, the program became the parasite house. And Lynette is supposed to like fix their attitudes and try to make them husband materials by the end of it. So after like 
uh, after that season of Fireside Tales, uh, the game splits into the five routes. Six, because there's a sixth route. That's the gist of the game. And it is... It is a disaster in the best way possible. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I can say. So, so uh, can, can it hurt to me? Oh, hmm? uh, like, he's roasting like Aaron. Sounds like Kingdom Hearts. Yep. Yeah, being a yep. disaster in the, in the best way possible. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, pretty much. So that's what could be Parasite. Uh, Ghost Trick. <laughs> I, actually, I don't think I've been playing Ghost Trick since the last time. Age of Empires. Uh, I, I don't know what was wrong with my computer or whatever, but we actually finally were able to finish like one full game without the game crashing. So that's a blast. Um, nothing really new to say. I only been playing like with the Holy Roman Empire because I like how uh, they are like more economy driven, and I really like to 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 rush the game and just like um throw a lot of soldiers to the enemy and see what happens. And then we have oh, and th this is a new one. I really wanted to play Fire Emblem, so I'm playing Fire Emblem, New Mystery of the Emblem, Heroes of Light and Shadow for the DS. That's a mouthful. Really? Yep. And the thing is, the, the this game only came out in Japanese, so I'm playing like a, a fun translation of it. And this is a remake of book two of Mystery of the Emblem for the SNES. Uh, Mystery of the Emblem is a, kind of like a two-part game. The first book is a remake of Shadow Dragon and the Blade of Light, and the second book is this game, Heroes of Light and Shadow. So that's the reason behind the long name of the thing. Um, so the story picks right up uh, after the first game, and there's like, uh, there's like stuff like going on and there's like a lot of uh, stuff from this game that is seen again uh, on Fire Emblem Awakening like the character customization super conversations um, you actually get to have like your avatar character and you get to pick between male and female and depending of male and female there were like five classes for each and you get to make the character look however you want which was kind of surprising and then you pretty much like get your character your character gets put like in a uh, they want to to become like a soldier for and serve um and pretty much serve prince marth from the first game and then stuff happens, uh, you're kind of like promoted in a way, there's an assassination attempt, and then like a lot of stuff happens and war breaks out everywhere and there's a fine disaster. <laughs> and I think I'm, I'm like around chapter five on the game. And overall the mechanics feel pretty much how they were in Shadow Dragon, the DS remake. So, not much difference there, I think. Oh, and they also have that 
I remember how I said that if you weren't careful in Shadow Dragon, you could soft block uh, your game. Mm -hmm. Because you, you 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 could miss a very important item in the game. It is back here. In oh my god. Gotta love it. <laughs> yeah, it, it is back here with all the fireworks because you have to collect these um charts of things. I think there were orbs or something like that. And I've seen them like on three chapters already. I have to be. I have to have an, a guide open, like just to make sure I'm not missing any. Because if you miss one, you have to restart that chapter. Otherwise, Ugh. you're screwed. Um. Other than wow. that, so far so good. Nice. <laughs> uh, That's like my only complaint about the game. <laughs> should we move just on? Just a minor complaint. Minor, yeah. <laughs> just a minor complaint yeah. when the game stops working. But uh, Rick, uh, why don't you tell us what, what are you playing? <laughs> Sure thing. So I'll um I'll skip over anything that's not really moved much. So uh, I'm still playing distrust as it stands. Uh, myself, Cock, and uh, Abitage are going to play some more tomorrow. Uh, and I think we've sort of all agreed we're going to bang our heads against this until we finally finish a run. So nice. uh, expect to be hearing this well into the new year. Um, still playing Rocket League. Still loving that. Um, still playing Ghost Trick Phantom Detective. Um, I think I'm a little bit ahead of you now, Paula. I am on the puzzle with the medicine and the water and the suits of armor. No, she's shaking her head. So yeah, I'm definitely ahead. I mean, I've played this before. So a lot of it's from memory. Oh, it was like that, that, that puzzle, I remembered basically exactly how to do it, which was nice. Um, and it's still fun because you're still following the story and everything else. Um, still not really playing Oracle of Seasons, but it, you know, still bouncing around. Um, and then in terms of the games, I've actually really been playing. Uh, I've played some more Guardians of the Galaxy. Uh, it absolutely still stands up um, in terms of like the praise that I gave it last week. It really does feel like you're playing like a, a better version of the film. The banter's great. I love the character design, um, except for Quill, but it, it's overall just really, really solid. And it actually delivers on the promise of one of these licensed Marvel games, which is good. Um, and I, I think it probably stands just below Spider-Man in terms of overall quality. But I think it's just building a, an actual living sort of world i think it actually far exceeds it in terms of the bond that it, it gives you with the characters within it so um yeah really so really interesting that. That, that, that it came as a good game to be honest uh, the world of galaxy uh, i think uh, i think i heard one of you guys uh, in in a previous podcast like they, they were like betting if the Golden galaxy was going to be a good game because they played the avengers one <laughs> and i was when I, when I see the review, I was like, oh, I need to watch the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I was so sure it's what's going to flop because, like, the the trailers didn't look too good. Like, there, there was a bit of of gameplay in my movie on the trailers. I don't know if that's the case for the actual yeah, game. It didn't, it didn't look good, to be honest. It looked like see, an uh, Avengers sequel. And it had, like, all the problems that the Avengers one. Looked. But see, weirdly so, enough... I Playing Avengers actually made me feel more confident about Guardians because yeah. Avengers at its core has like Yeah, it was a good game. Yeah, yeah. but everything around yeah, it is shit. They're very different. So like Guardians feels more like an RTS mm. in a lot of ways, in the sense that although you're controlling Quill, the vast majority of the damage you're dealing is by directing the other Guardians to attack certain enemies in certain ways. Uh and but I actually they, really they like do... it from that. They so don't feel different. The they, they it, don't it feel... Actually, yeah. It, it, so you don't really control them. You 
each one of them is assigned to one of the four face buttons. So you hold L1 on PS4, uh, and then you press one of the face buttons to select the character, and then another face button to select the attack you want them to do. Uh, and then Quill's special moves are on left stick, uh, which is kind of weird. They clearly ran out of buttons at some point along the way. But <laughs> it, it actually feels quite different from, I think, any other action game I've played in that sense of um, directing the play. It almost feels like maybe what they were going for with that... Um, the game that came out a while back and completely flopped, the one that was made by the ex-Halo devs. Mm-hmm. Where it was like a first-person thing, but it was also an RTS. Mm-hmm. If, if you remember what game I'm talking about, tell us in the comments down yeah, below. What are you there, talking about? <laughs> smash that like button. I said Anthem. I have no idea. No, Anthem's EA. Um, oh, no, it, it was that kind of vibe aesthetically. It's unimportant. Anyway, okay. Guardians oh. of the Galaxy is really, really good. But I... I waited for reviews and it reviewed really well and I jumped in and I'm, I'm very glad that it turned out well. I hope that lots of other people did the same because I'd hate for it to just like flop straight on his face. Yeah. I think um, it's been selling well from what I can see. Right, not, I mean, yeah. like, I mean, just... <laughs> yeah. And, and I before think we... had a lot of hype <laughs> because it was the Square Enix uh, first like thing with, uh, with Disney Studios and Marvel Studios and all that and it was like yeah, this game is going to be awesome, and it was such a, a game. Uh, it, it, it sure was a game, and, and heartbreakingly, <laughs> when you open the Guardians of the Galaxy box, the first thing you see is a flyer begging you to play the Avengers game as well. Uh, Which, I mean, they tried top marks for effort. Um, one thing before I move on: the accessibility <laughs> options for this game are top notch. Um, you have like basic difficulty options, but you also have. Uh, a whole suite of modifiers that you can put on and off. You can nudge your damage, enemy damage, enemy HP up or down. Uh, you can also, and I've turned this on, full disclosure, uh, make it so you auto-win QTs. So you don't get a pop-up, you just enjoy the story. So oh, nice. they've awesome. really gone the extra mile. And they're not tucked away, they're front and center. Like They give you those options before you even get to the title screen. It makes you sort of roll through them. So... A star for effort for that, and hopefully more bigger games follow suit because I think that's a really cool thing um, that's starting to become sort of standardized with games like this, and it, it makes it um, so that more people can enjoy them, and that's only a good thing as far as I'm concerned. Um, so props for that. To a game that is a lot less accessible, but I am still having a lot of fun with, the original Witcher. Um, it's showing its age. I'm not much further. I'm in, like, chapter one of the story now. Um but it is starting to sort of flesh itself out in terms of the combat, in terms of leveling up, in terms of um, skill points in the actual RPG side of things, because the prologue chapter is very much sort of introducing to you the characters and the concepts and the general flow of combat and game. Does a really good job of that, actually. It's quite a, quite a smart tutorial, quite well-paced, does a good job of onboarding, uh, both in terms of story and mechanics. I'm quite glad I, I didn't sort of skip to The Witcher 3 like my friends have been begging me because um, I'm, I'm having a good time with this one so far. Um, and then two new games as of this week. The first is a hand-drawn adventure game called The Blind Prophet. Um, it's drawn in like a comic book style, has sort of vibes of the intro cinematics from um, Beyond a Steel Sky, or Beneath a Steel Sky, the original rather. Um, and and that, that's high praise as far as I'm concerned, because Dave Gibbons' work on that is exceptional. Uh, and this is both exceptionally beautiful and so far a pretty good adventure game. Uh, there's a lot of mystery, a lot of intrigue. Um, I'm really, really curious to see where it goes. 
The second game is a weird little platformer on the Vita called Metrico. So it's like um, a 2D side-scroller thing. The conceit is you're in like a load of random bar charts and graphs and different elements of the environment around you will move corresponding to actions that you take. There are some things that will um, nudge up every time you jump, some that will like move every time you move your character in a direction. Um, it's hard to describe, but it is kind of interesting so far. Although I was playing it on the train the other day and I've stopped at a point where it introduces a back touch mechanic, which is kind of a no-no on Vita, which is where I'm playing it. And ugh, I'm liking it depending on how much they use that mechanic. I'm maybe not liking it enough to persevere, but we shall mm-hmm. see. Um <laughs> It, it's the metroidvania problem like great 2d platformers are dime a fucking dozen so it, it, it doesn't take much to be like right i, I you don't deserve my time anymore and yeah, that's a shame but that's the reality and and you know <laughs> that that is also the conclusion of what i've been playing alex <laughs> yeah I'll, i'll barrel through here as you mentioned i've been playing tetris 99 because i needed something that i could turn my brain off while i'm watching something <laughs> and i'm just like <laughs> <laughs> or I'm in like you know virtual staff meetings, and I'm just like, oh my god, kill me! Tetris 99, which is nice. And then I'm also doing what else? Rhythm Heaven on the DS. This game is equal parts awesome, and then the most infuriating game on the planet. Um, like I absolutely I love that game. Oh, I love it so much. It's just also there are like things that clearly okay. What really messes with my brain is um, when it asks you to do something on the beat and then to do the off beat. I can't do it. I love it can't do it to save my life it just i just <laughs> cannot do it like it's like bump 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 and then it's like okay do the offbeat now and i'm like i don't even know what that is anymore <laughs> like my brain just stops <laughs> <laughs> it just doesn't offbeat. work love Ugh. a good offbeat doesn't do- well i like a good offbeat but when you're making me go on beat and offbeat right at like the same time i can't do it i just can't do it um i got you got to pick one stick it a lane and then i'm good <laughs> it's all this old piano freaking training when i was young and they play that stupid metronome and they're like play on beat <laughs> so i'm like it's ptsd <laughs> they're like stay on the beat uh but anyway i love that game i also like where if you're really messing up you go to the cafe and they're like you're having a hard time man you want to skip it and they're like yes please and he goes no problem dude <laughs> it just like skips it for you and you're like i got you <laughs> right like it's just i'm like that's that's a nice game a game design thing you know um what else am i playing i'm playing the great ace attorney chronicles i'm on the eighth case now so i'm getting i'm getting close to the end here and oh boy does it ramp up in these uh in the, in the second game that second game is like it's just very good uh it's it's actually i would i would call it like a little more traditional ace attorney in terms of the structure of the cases um which i actually very much loved i liked the experiments that they're doing in the first game but i also like that they do experiments and they also you know but like not in terms of the trials the trials are still the same like with the jury system which I, i really like the jury system it's a cool idea um I'm playing Assassin's Creed Unity, which might <laughs> sound random, but I got to tell you, six or seven years since its release, game's pretty good now. <laughs> like, You'd fucking hope they'd have patched it by then. Well, Fuck see, me. on the Series X, it has FPS boost, auto HDR, uh-huh. um, and like obviously quick resume and stuff. And with the FPS boost, it looks really good like and it and it plays really well and i've only encountered the only bugs that i've encountered when playing the game are more just like um npc pathing 
bugs. Like that's really all I've seen. Like I'll turn around and for a split second, a woman's in a tree and then she's not. And I'm like, Oh, what? But like that, like, I think I can count on one hand, the amount of bugs that I've actually seen. So that's gotta be a marked improvement from what that game was like originally. Cause it was just a nightmare. Um, and then there's little things, but the little things are more like costume stuff sometimes. But like, I, I have to say, so I, I wanted to play this. Like I, I purchased recently cause they were on like a stupid discount. Like I think I've got like this origins and syndicate for like maybe like 20 bucks total for all of them. You know what I mean? Like it was like really cheap. So I was just like, okie dokie. You know what I mean? Like I might as well. Cause those are the three that I stopped playing. Cause I kind of tapped out of Assassin's Creed after black flag. I was like done. Um, because I just didn't think the new ones were as interesting. And I was like, no thanks. Um, and then I came back for Odyssey. But I was like, maybe I'll go back and try it. And I got to say, you know, because I've, I've heard people like kind of complain about Odyssey. And I really enjoyed Odyssey. But going back to play Unity, I'm like, okay, I, I do get what you mean. Like, this Assassin's Creed gameplay is actually pretty fun. Like, it's a little jank at times. But, like, the assassinations and, like, going up and doing those, like, single-hit kills are really enjoyable. And, like, you don't do that in Odyssey. And, like, Unity's parkour is very fun. Like, you have to... It doesn't teach you it very well. But, like, if you look up, there's some really good videos on it. But, like, once you have a basic understanding of how it works, you can just pull off some really awesome fluid moves. And, like, it's just... It's very fun. Um, So... Yeah, you might hear my dog in a second whining at the door. <laughs> um, but yeah, I don't know. I'm just like really enjoying it. I'm almost done, actually. I'm like near the end of it. And uh, yeah, it's a weird game. I didn't think I'd see myself playing anytime soon. Like, I was like, I guess we'll go back to Assassin's Creed. But playing it made me realize I'm like, oh, shit. Okay, these games are really good. It's just the only problem is that they're just filled with bullshit. Like, Man, you can feel the Ubisoft, like, you guys got to make sure that you can fucking do everything in this game. Because, dude, when you unlock the viewpoints on this map, and you open the map, and you can scroll through, like, six tabs for points of interest, when you click all, it's a fucking nightmare. Like, it is just icons everywhere. Like, you cannot see the map anymore. It's just icons. Like, that's how much shit is in this game. Like, I was like... Huh. but really it doesn't matter you can just like i've played none of the side content because the side content doesn't matter you can just play the campaign and it's totally fun um so like weirdly enough i would really recommend it these days if you get it on like a sale for like 10 bucks or something like play it and just play the campaign because it's a really fun tight campaign is the campaign stupid yeah of course it is but that's because it's assassin's creed <laughs> but like yeah. it's fun i'm also playing it in french which is a big difference because uh, I, sp- I speak French, so uh, uh, oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I yeah. just a random thing. <laughs> no, yeah, I speak French. I don't Although, need to brag. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. well, the reason is like because okay, the English. I, I started it in English for for like five seconds, and then they started talking, and they're talking in a fucking English accent, and I was like, what? Yeah. This is what this is france i'm like if you're gonna do the english voices at least make them have a french accent or something like why would you why would they have all british accents so anyway i just immediately changed the language to french and it's a much better experience and the french voice actors are fantastic so um it's a good time anyway that's unity uh last one that i'm playing is forza horizon 5 because it came out on game pass fuck this game's good (laughs) like it's this game's really good. <laughs> yeah. Holy shit, it's a good game. Like, and the accessibility options in this game, 
wild. Like, and not even just not even just accessibility for playing it. Like in in player creation, you can like um, your character can have like any number of prosthetics as well. And I'm like, that's just a really cool addition. You know, I'm like, that's just that's just nice. Like, because in character creator, you never really get the chance to do that. And I'm like, that's it just i don't know the whole game feels like they're like anyone wants to play this come on in you know like it just feels like a very welcoming game and they have it's always sunny in philadelphia references which made me happy because you can choose what the game calls you and they have like a big list of names but they also have nicknames and they have nightman and dayman and i was like oh fucking right (laughs) so you know i'm the nightman which if anyone watches it's always sunny in philadelphia you know what i'm talking about but if you don't it's Mm -hmm. fine just look it up nightman (laughs) uh but anyway the game's really fun it has this cool blue line and the rewind function oh why doesn't every game have a rewind function just built into it especially racing games right i'm like man you hit something and it's just like would you like to rewind and you're like i would like to rewind sir because i'm quite bad at this (laughs) racing game (laughs) um but yeah open world racing game i don't know it's just it's such a perfect game to just jump into and like play for a little bit. And like the cars are great. And it's not like you can tell if you're super good at racing games and you want it to be really technical, it, it can be that for you. But if you just want to have a good time, Forza's like, come on in, buddy. This is just a fun fucking race time. <laughs> and wow, is it beautiful too? Cause like, obviously it's not like, look, they're doing Mexico, but you know, yeah, it's not like obviously a one-to-one it's like inspired by Mexico. And I got to say, like I'm playing on the series X and like, holy crap. Like, as you're going through this game, it is just like one of the prettiest games I've ever played. And I'm just loving it. Aaron, did you say, have you been playing some of this? Yes. Uh, I've been playing some, some, some Horizon 5. I really like it. The Horizon 4. So the, the whole saga Horizon that is like, just play. <laughs> it's not a racing game. Just just go ahead, play, and do whatever you want to do. And it's just enjoyable. It's, it's just it's, it, when you have free time and just want to do nothing. To be honest, uh, it's it's great. It's, it, it, it makes me remember of, of the playing GTA GTA and just <laughs> hanging around doing nothing. Yeah, that's totally. You're, you're right on. It's kind of like that. It's. I mean, I know the joke because like it's the name of their freaking company, but it's like it is like a playground, right? Like you very much just like yeah. go have fun in it. Um, and it's like I think it's like the biggest one. Yeah, it, the map's huge, and it's just been like, yeah. oh, and it's beautiful. Like you said, it's it's so beautiful. Every, all the whole game is beautiful. The cars are beautiful. The environment is beautiful, and also the game is fun because it makes you do stupid things, and that's why I love Horizon. Yeah. <laughs> It doesn't take itself seriously, you know, sometimes, and then some other times it does. And it just balances. Yeah. Yeah. The two things, very good. I love it. I love it. All right, well, that's enough about playing. It's time for us to get into the full interview proper, because we want to talk about your game. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Yeah, here it comes. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, so, of course, we've got them here because you've got a game coming out. In a yearish next year, tentative, right? Uh, early next year. Yeah, next, early next, next year. Yeah. Um, what lies in the multiverse? So maybe first off, actually, maybe before we even jump at this, could, could you maybe describe a little bit like your roles um, on the game and in, in, yeah. in this? Yeah. Um, me, uh, Bisanta, me, we are part of a company called Studio Boyer, the mm-hmm. Studio Boyer. <laughs> that is uh, this is our first game 
and we are beginning in this industry. Uh, I am the game producer of, of What Lies in the Multiverse. And you, Vicente? <laughs> <laughs> I'm the creative director uh, for the game. Okay. Uh, so, and it's a small team, so we both do like a lot of stuff as yeah. uh, as is needed. But yeah, that that that's uh, those are our main roles. Yeah, in the game, you're like official titles. Nice, nice. Yeah. So, what got you into game design? Because this is like, yeah, your first game. So, like, although I'm guessing this isn't the first game you've like tried to make, kind of thing, right? Like, usually, or is it? Is this the first thing you're like, this is it? We're gonna go for it. Mostly, yeah, it's the first voice. Um, so yeah, um, I started with um, like I don't know, like five years ago. Um, just messing around with game maker and stuff, and and then like the the idea appeared, and I started working on it. And a year later, I met Aaron. And he fell in love with the game really quickly. So <laughs> um, it was obviously like a, a really earlier version. Um, yeah. It was very unpolished, and we we hadn't had like really small amounts of progress. Um, but yeah, then uh, as Aaron produced it, um, the game started to feel like more like a real thing. Uh, so, um, so yeah, it, 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 um, it just appeared. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of... yeah, I, I, I don't know a, bit, uh, a better way to describe it. Um, it's just, um, during the, you know, during the course of uh, learning to make games, um, Multiverse, uh, became his, its own thing. And it took it took many years to yeah. to get to what it is now, like many years. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't have a team, so uh, I I am the producer, but I do the production side of things. So a lot of paperwork, a lot of the documentation, all of that. So all the development was to have been done by Pisantamon. <laughs> the narrative, the narrative, the script, the um, Characters, the art, the music, everything was made by Vicente, uh, the programming side of things also. So before before I, I met I met him, and after that I just I just tried to to help on the production side of things and downloading uh, early build every three three years, <laughs> <laughs> basically. Damn. Yeah, because I guess. Oh God, yeah, all the documentation you need for game. It's. Yeah, do a project. <laughs> it's, awful. it's awful. I love my job. <laughs> I do. Uh, the first thing I said to Vicente, if, if we're going to do this, this, I want to be the producer. I, I love paperwork. So you're going to do paperwork. <laughs> Damn, man. That's, I, you are a saint then. <laughs> we, 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 we like doing paperwork. Yeah. Uh, I do love uh, uh, I love paperwork. But this day, I still don't understand it. Like, <laughs> I, think, I, I think at this point, um, I'm not sure if I still know how to read. <laughs> like, I, I, I'm at this point. Like, it, it, they sent me a document, and it's like, okay, have it. Like, I, I'm not gonna even read it. Like, I, I don't know who does this stuff. Um, 
And I mean, it's amazing. I, I, I don't know. It's like a, a polar opposite. Uh, it's, it's another world for me. Uh, but I'm so thankful of not having to touch any of that stuff. I love and the idea I of you just like hand waving it to be like, send it to my producer. <laughs> yeah, yeah, basically. Yeah, I don't like it though. <laughs> yeah, Aaron's in there like, fine, more coffee. <laughs> I love paperwork. I do. I love it. But, yeah, but, this is clear. <laughs> but at least you can this be like, I, I am the wanted. producer. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah. It, it, it's a big work. Like, one under underestimated like a, a lot of the time but then you start to know what uh, how much work is involved during production like it's wow like not only making the game as i said before we're making a studio that is studio Boyer, and and that is also a whole thing that making a company making all the paperwork that comes with that like legal information that comes with that especially once you start yeah. you know yeah. Make it some money. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, starts start taking money and starts taking time and start taking um, all of that. Uh, it's hard. Uh, it's very hard. Um, but uh, it's, it's a part of the game industry that you normally don't see. To be mm -hmm. uh, because you get in love with making games because you're going to make your whole narrative and you can make your whole world and all of that. Yeah. Or, or you're in love to playing games um, to you love this enjoying this whole thing and all that and you forget we live in a world that money is involved to be honest <laughs> uh, and as so uh, it's, it's good to it's, it's good to divide roles to be honest as, as we did with the center this actually so yeah I, this, we're kind of we're gonna probably jump all over the place with these questions but like no you actually yeah. sort of make me wonder because i'm i am really curious like speaking of sides you don't hear about much but like what was the process of finding your publisher like like how did that even happen okay um uh, I, I don't want to go too much in detail yeah, yeah of course yeah whatever you can information <laughs> uh but um we work with uh, another company uh mm -hmm. we work with another company that's called iwanabi that is one of the biggest yeah. companies in in chile uh, about game development they've mm -hmm. been here since ever <laughs> to be honest <laughs> uh, uh, to, to say the least they have a game in the beta uh, that is monster bug that is one very good i recommend <laughs> you guys uh, i know that you guys could love the beta uh, <laughs> uh, and uh, there, there, there was a whole process to mm -hmm. we were skipping a lot of, of, of steps, but we 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 knew the one of the we, we knew the CEO of the company. Oh, nice. uh, uh, we, we were friends, and we pitched the game to to them to to because we were talking about the whole thing about co-developing the game. Mm -hmm. There is an option that. A lot of people don't know that exist. That you can go to yeah. a company and say, "Let's make the games together." No, let's like, no, not only selling the game, just, just let's do it together. And they like it. the The only requirement was change the name, please, because the, please. the game is called Multiverse, and it was ah. a hellstone to to find. <laughs> oh, they're probably like we we met. We we met Daniel, uh, which is like yeah. the the headmaster, the CEO of Iwanabi. Um, 
we met him in an award ceremony. Um, uh, he, he was one of the judges, and we we were um, in the best student game category. And yeah, he yeah. was what one of the judges, and so he he approached us uh, after we won the uh, that award. It was yeah. amazing. Uh, but then he approached us, and it was like. Hey, I love your game. Like you're doing incredibly well. But please, please change the name. Like yeah. you can imagine how bad the name is. <laughs> <laughs> and we were so used to it. Like it's called multiverse. Like I, I can't call it anything else. Uh, so we would slap some words to it. <laughs> no, that, that's that's a lie. We we we're, we're finding a name for like three months. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it was, it was a very like, long process. Yeah, it was a long process and a difficult process to find a, a good name to for the game. Uh, you, you, you fought picking between multiple words. Multi-words. Yeah. <laughs> Multiverse. Oh, God. <laughs> but I like the name you guys came up with because it is very searchable now, right? Like, I mean, if you yeah, type in yeah, what lies yeah. in the multiverse, your game comes up, you know? Like, it's like... That, that was the, the first requirement. Like, you type the game and you had to make sure you that to find it. nothing else exists with the name. And yeah. there, was a, there were a lot of good names I, I would have loved. But yeah, you type the dub single and there, are, there is like, I don't know, um, an album. Uh, um, right. or music or a band or, or another game or a lot of stuff yeah. So, yeah. Uh, also to put a little bit of context uh, Vicente talked uh, about an award uh, Vicente and me we are both students still mm-hmm. in uni uh, we're uni students and uh, we we uh, we how you say it we we got selected for, uh, for one of the awards that was best student game in Chile. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was made by the the, the big um, like corporation of companies that have that is here. Okay. Uh, it's not a corporation. It's a, like an organization it? or like uh, a... yeah, organization yeah. of video games uh, here. It's called Video Game Chile, so it's easy to find. Uh, yeah, very straightforward. Yeah, very straightforward. Uh, and, they, and and we won <laughs> we didn't awesome. yeah and that was like the first like approach to like yeah okay let's make the game like let's do it like, it's not it's this not, is real like, yeah this is more real than we think and we need to uh, we have to to be to be that that man we have money on our on our hands and if we if, if we don't do it it's going to burn yeah, might as well use it, get it done, right? Make it happen. Nice. Yeah. That's awesome. Okay, cool. All right. Nice. That's that's interesting. Um, so any so, Yeah, but wait, wait, wait. The question was about the publisher. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you yeah. wanna be <laughs> <laughs> not the publisher. Uh, so we talked with Daniel and mm-hmm. we made uh, an agreement between us and everything and all of that. Uh, all the legal information, all the the how how everything was going to work, and one of the agreements was that Daniel was going to find us a publisher, uh, a good publisher. Uh, that's how the game got um, presented in some expos, and uh, we got in contact in contact with Untold Tales, that is our publisher. That we love them mm-hmm. also. They they are a Polish company, and they are also starting 
since since last year, and they're awesome. <laughs> they 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 specialize in narrative games, and we are having the the best polisher to get, to be honest, because we have heard about nightmares <laughs> of, of <laughs> working polishers. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Oh, they're the ones who did Golf Club Wasteland. They published that. Cool. Okay. I was just yeah. talking about them. Yeah, 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 yeah. They've got lots of fun little indie games there. Nice. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah they, it was like really neat when when they they approached to us. Like they were like, Yeah, we loved your game. and we would like to give you money. And we were like, Yeah, I like money, so get, go on. Please. It sounds great. <laughs> sounds great. Sounds great yeah. to me. Yeah. Um, also, if, if, you really like it. if you are listening and you are a game developer and you hear this, know that we didn't choose the first person in this all the scenarios. We didn't choose you wanna be as a first as a first uh, option. We didn't choose until death as a first option. Now there is more options. If you think you think that you uh, this is not good for the game or good for your company or good for ever, take. Uh, listen to your instinct and analyze it. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's, it's good to, to take uh, take a calm approach to it. Like, you you can find better things. You can always find better things. That's a good point. You need to, like, take a breath. Because sometimes you can be so excited when yeah. someone says, like, here, we want to do this. And then you, like, look at the fine print and you're like, wait, what are you going to do with our game? <laughs> it's like, you're like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Especially in video games because it's a, it's a creative industry. And yeah. As a creative industry, we are people that are excited about games and get on the hype trains and all of that. So now, now that when when you're trying to make it as a business, take it as a business. If you're not going to take it as a business and you can't, you can want to take it as a hobby. That's very fine and it's a very good option to be honest. Take it as a hobby and just don't worry about it. And but try to to know what your approach is going to be. Mm. Hmm. That, yeah, that's my other side of, of recommendation. One, one important note, though, is that we, at that moment, we had the advantage of living with our parents. So yeah. <laughs> we, we could yeah. actually um, make sure that we, we could take our time to, yeah. to find a good publisher. Because a lot of, uh, a lot of teams, like, they are already living off making games. So... Finding a publisher is a lot, uh, a lot less flexible um, mm -hmm. because they need to make some money <laughs> in some way, um, and that's harsh. Like, um, but what was that? Uh... Sometimes it's, it, it it can go really bad, but yeah, <laughs> we have the opportunity to mm -hmm. just take with the calm, um, take our time. And be really need to piggy with with what we what we saw. It reminds me of so, the um, yeah. there's that like creative concept where it's like there's three things: there's fast, cheap, and good, and you can get two, yeah. but you can't get all three, <laughs> yeah, right? But... <laughs> <laughs> they just don't exist. So you decide what matters the most to you, and like yeah, like at living at yeah. home, like that's a great way to make it so that <laughs> the money's not as important, right? <laughs> You're like you can wait for a little bit. Nice, awesome. Um, 
Well, why don't we talk a little bit about the game too? I'm curious what inspired it because like we, we we played the demo, which we had a lot of fun with, which is kind of how this sort of came about. Because mm. Paolo was like, oh, "My friends have a thing," and we're like, "All right, let's do it." Um, and- I hated it, so I invited you guys to hate it. <laughs> yeah, plot twist. We're about to say you're yeah, the way. Yeah, we're about to be like, so this game yeah. is. <laughs> you can you can go listen to our talks about it before our live reactions. Uh, really enjoyed it, but because like when I was playing it, I I really got that like DNA of the like uh, I wrote down like the back to the future kind of Rick and Morty but like that more specifically like that idea of like the wacky sort of character and the young sort of sidekick who's really kind of the protagonist and I'm just curious like what kind of inspired like what where did this game come from did it just appear one day <laughs> um the fun thing is that I had to think I, I I had to think uh, about inspiration before. Uh, I mean, after uh, all of that was already made. Like, uh, when I started, um, I remember um, I just played uh, Pocket Mortis. I don't know if you know Pocket the game. Mortis. Yeah, it, yeah. It, it, I'm aware yeah, of it. It's yeah. a game of Rick and Morty. Yeah, it was really fun. I I was really in love with Rick. Yeah, but um. But I remember that I, I was kind of disappointed in in the way they tackled the the different universes. Um, they just felt like they were different skins for the same world. So I thought, like, all right, maybe we can do something more interesting with that idea. Um, so I started I started to experiment with stuff. And some really bad stuff <laughs> came out of it. Uh, I'm not too proud of my <laughs> first idea. I am. But it, I that am. happens. I, that I happens. love them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, yeah that, uh, there was a, lo- a, a lot of experimenting, basically. Um, and, you know, the the fact of um, Everett, like... I didn't know what what I wanted, like what characters I wanted in the game. But I, I remember like, I was in a math class. I wasn't paying attention. And I was so invested in in creating this game. I, I was yeah, I was having so much fun. Uh so I I only think about it. Um I was drawing in in my notebook and then I thought alright, so how will look like someone who wants to teach you about the multiverse, mm. and that's ever basically. Is it's just like a welcome to the internet guy? Um, it, it, it's just that um, it appeared. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, obviously, uh, Rick and I, I don't remember the, the professor in Back to the Future. Yeah. Um, Doc Brown. Just Doc. Yeah. 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 It's a Doc. Thank you. Thank you. It's just Doc. It's Doc. Yeah. Doc. Why do I Doc. think Doc Brown? It's Doc. Doc. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. It, it obviously has inspiration of it, but in that moment, I didn't think of it. Like, uh, just years later, um, uh, some people started uh, asking, like, what was the inspiration? I had to think about it. Like, I don't know. <laughs> I still don't know. <laughs> But yeah, of course it, that that's a big part of it. Um, I also, know that that I look back at it. Nice, nice. I also have to say, like, you could have never predicted this, but like, 
how fortunate is it that you're making a game about the multiverse yeah. and the multiverse is such no. a thing now? No. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. like Marvel, all this. Like when I saw this, I was like, dude, because I know games take ages to make and I'm like, could not be a better time for this game to come out. Like it's just like in everyone's I remember, mind. I remember in the trailer, in the in the trailer that is in YouTube, uh, one of the comments was like, oh, someone is trying to take a piece of the cake. I'm like, yeah. Before the cake was a thing. (laughs) (laughs) Well, because everyone who wants to make games like that, like, I mean, honestly, if anyone's going to get inspired by like Marvel's multiverse stuff now, we'll see those games in like five years, you know, like it's like, you know, it takes forever. So, yeah, it's just like, it seems like great timing, honestly. Um, Yeah. Um, It it started like a year after um, I studied astronomy in, in college. So yeah, I, I was like really into that um, theory and stuff, and uh, I don't know, I I liked the idea, um, and Rick and Morty could do better. That's yeah. that's just saying. <laughs> and you're here to fill in that gap. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I want no, to ask. Yeah. Um, oh yeah, I'm, I'm curious okay. because. I mean, my mind would kind of break anyway, but like for those who like just even a little bit of context for this game, like, you know, 2D, but you can, you can switch between, you know, multiverses um, and then puzzles can be solved in like many different fashions. And like, how did you make these puzzles? (laughs) Like, I just, my question is like, like, I'm just wondering, like, what is your process towards creating these like and thinking about these worlds is it like you know layering on levels to each other like, i'm just curious like what your kind of design it's a mess. Process is. yeah okay <laughs> it's a mess it's a really big mess um it's fun but it's um confusing um i don't know yeah has seen me in like very bad moments uh like very stuck in the creative process um yes it's very easy to um i don't know like uh be repetitive in in the puzzle make um because yeah the very basic ideas is like all right you have this thi- this thing in one universe this thing in another one so just make an interact with with each other um but then you get so stuck with that idea that a lot of puzzles they end up feeling the same and that's tricky there are a lot of puzzles that then end up being uh, discarded because mm-hmm. um, they they just wouldn't fit the game or they weren't interested at all um, but yeah the process is messy uh, I don't have a like a at, a guide, like a guideline <laughs> on how to make it. Um, so it probably takes a lot more time than it should. Um, but I don't know. <laughs> so are you someone who like, do you like map out your levels? Like, do you like to draw them out or do you just kind yeah. of go, okay, yeah, you map them out? No, yeah, I, I, I draw them. I draw them. Um, a lot of time I use like color coding. Oh, nice. I, uh, I, I, I didn't have like um a map for one universe a map for the other like i i interlap the two um and then like with colors i just made the differences and i had to like map it out like 
okay, you have to go here, change, change universes, so this thing will be here, so then you can stuff. And yeah, yeah. Ham Moon is uh, all over the place. I love it. <laughs> that's really cool though i like it like that idea of it's like you just have them both laid on to each other and then go through yeah okay cool that is um cool. just so you know uh we also have another level designer in the team that is christopher <sighs> yeah. Bellevue, and he's also very good uh he's great yep. at, at uh, working with Vicente and giving these concepts and all of that oh yeah if you also, in the demo, you're going to love the full game. <laughs> Good. <laughs> but through that whole demo. So, uh, yeah. Um, wait, actually, that brings me up to a good point. How, how big is your team, actually? Because I realize we've sort of been yeah. to you. But, yeah, how big is Studio Voyager? <laughs> uh, well, Studio Voyager is just the two of us. Just the two of you. Okay. Uh, but yeah. the team is, is has uh, wannabe members that are working with us. Um, uh, we have... Um, I, I would love to have a list right now. <laughs> I know, now yeah. you're like, oh, crap. It's, 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 give me like eight people. Eight people, yeah. okay. Yeah, so small yeah, team, about 10, 10 I, I, want to, I want to name them because they, they are great. Um, nice. Well, we'll um, when, when you got them up here, we'll jump right back onto that then. Um, can I ask, actually, this is, so this is more like the game development side, but I'm curious, like, mm -hmm. because you have the two worlds, um, how does that work? Like, are, are is it just like literally like switch changing? Are they like loaded? Like, I'm I'm wondering how like how that switch mechanic works because it was very smooth. Like as I'm playing through it, like it's just like click boom, there it is, right? Um, I'm curious, like, what was the process of making that work? It it has changed uh, mainly because um, when I started making the game, I didn't know how to program, like how to code. Um, it was like I sucked. <laughs> at coding, it, it was really messy. Uh, so it started shifting into a more organized uh, way, but still, it's just you have one room mm -hmm. where the game plays out, and you have the same room duplicated. Yeah, <laughs> okay. And <laughs> you switch the colors, the stuff that is in it, and you you just switch between the two, and you in terms of coding, you just maintain the same coordinate. So if the room have the same size, it, it will be like being in the same room. Cool. So that's, the that's not, it's, it's not much more complicated to be honest. Yeah, that's cool. I was just curious because I'm like, I want to know. <laughs> You're like, what is this way to do it? Do you, do you have that list? Should we hit those? Uh... Yeah, I do have the, I have the list. Uh, so we have... Um... Um, my list. <laughs> Where <are> my list? <laughs> okay, here, here. Uh, it's waiting to load uh, on that internet connection. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I, uh, on the on the art department, we have uh, Andre Martinez uh, and Diego Ramirez. Uh, Andre Andre Martinez is the the one doing the scenarios and doing all the uh, doing the, all the art about the the whole world that is going on. Mm -hmm. Uh, and Diego Ramirez uh, specializes on the animations of uh, of the whole characters, the everything that comes to life. Yeah. Um, we have Christopher, Christopher Relewi, as I said, uh, is the one that doing the level designers and all of that. Uh, and we have Oscar Gasitua, who is the programmer, and he's a magician, <laughs> definitely a magician. Basically, uh, I'm studying. 
um, programming on the university and I don't have no idea what he's doing <laughs> most of the time. Are you just like looking around and like, how'd you do He didn't that? study like anything related to coding. Oh, uh, yeah, it's he's coding. Just he's just really good at it. Yeah. I remember when, 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 I, when I was making the first portion of the game, I was stuck like three months, uh, basically, just making the character float correctly in water. Like that took a lot of time. And then uh, we had like minor spoilers. Um, the character uh, has no. to wait, run, wait. run in wait, ice. Wait, wait, wait. It's fine. It's on the trailer. It's on the trailer. It's on the trailer. Um, the character run, runs uh, in ice. Um, oh, yeah, it's just ice. That's fine. That's so, yeah, yeah. yeah, it's just ice. Nice. Yeah, um, <laughs> just in case. Yeah, Oscar, Oscar took like one day to make that. Okay. <laughs> we asked yeah. him like, okay, uh, could you do this in like one week or something? And and the next day, this like, is oh, the beginning right, of the, the I need more tax. <laughs> I'm done with this. Yeah, it was at the beginning of development. We didn't know how the, the times are were going to work and all of that. He literally did what you sent it took like an year to do it in three days and something like that. It was like. He's a magician. Yeah. Definitely a magician. So there's the uh, partnerships are a great <laughs> idea then, huh? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. absolutely. And, and and we have on the music side uh, Ronnie and Tares, who is a god, uh, to be honest. Yeah, that uh, music is awesome. The, yeah. the music the, the music was uh, in the demo was composed by Vicente, uh, but the the music was literally remade by Ronnie. Arranged. Yeah, um, yeah, rearranged from, from, by by running for for the demo, because in the first demo, the alpha, the prototype that we had, mm -hmm. um, uh, it was very different. To be honest, it, it was good yeah, music. It, it, it was a, it was a bit more basic. Yeah, the melody was the same. Um, the rhythm, and you 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 could feel it's the same song, but. You, if you hear it back to back, like the old version and the new version, you you can see like, all right, the, this guy yeah. knows what he's doing. What like, he's doing. He's, yeah. he's incredible. He's incredible. Yeah, definitely. Every time, hey, every time it came on, I was like, do a little dance. It's <laughs> like it's great. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and 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 we have also Guillermo Gomez, who is the other producer and the, the wannabe side of things. Uh, tool helps me a lot, to be honest. Uh, he knows a lot about the, about the industry uh, as, as a whole, because um, uh, this is my first project. And not only that, I haven't worked in game development ever in my life yeah. before of this. So, so yeah, having someone that knows what they're doing, to be honest, is very helpful. Yeah. Well, I'm so happy for you guys. This is great. Like, it sounds like you guys have a great <laughs> thing going. <laughs> yeah. um, what do you think, Rick Paula? Do you have any other questions that we should ask? I, we're getting we're getting long on here. <laughs> I mean, I, I want to know. I want to know what the time scale is for the Vita port. What we should expect from that. <laughs> Rick's like, it better be coming. I know there's no stores, it, but it better be coming. And if oh, yeah. it is, I need to play physical edition and my collector's edition. Even yeah. if it's just uh, no, the, 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 the listening, I don't know. <laughs> I, don't that, I mean the. 
the, if, the if, GBA if, board will, will come earlier. Yeah, oh, okay, yeah, perfect. Listen, listen. Let's not be silly. Fuck the GBA. Vita. <laughs> How <laughs> dare you, good sir? Let's not say stupid things. Let's not say stupid things. Hey, hey, hey. We don't disrespect the Vita, so we don't disrespect the GBA. Yeah, exactly. Let's be nice here. <laughs> We are uh, we are an all handheld family, okay? We like all of them. They're all great. <laughs> <laughs> Even the Game Gear. All right, we're good. Uh, especially the Game Gear. Especially, yeah. Well, thank you, thank you so much for for sharing that. We would love to. Like, I think we talked to. We'd love to have you guys back on too when the game launches because I think that'll be pretty exciting uh, time to like hear all about the. I don't know. I think that would be fun, right? Um, and you guys can get to celebrate a little bit, you know. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. Great. And we can talk. Uh, we can do. We can do two. One <laughs> with spoilers, also. Yeah, there we go. We'll yeah. play the game and then we'll spoiler yeah. talk. Oh, that'd be so much fun. So, okay, yeah, yeah. Let's yeah, because we can talk. Yeah. We can we, because at that point we can talk a lot of the backside of things. So mm-hmm. with a lot of details. Oh, <laughs> that'd oh, be awesome. you- you bet we'll, we'll we'll be pulling you in as much as we can. <laughs> well, then we'll have like a regular episode, like post release, and then like the New Game Plus is gonna be the spoiler tag and the special stuff. There you go. All right, so love it. Here it's now time for how long to beat the game. For those who are uninitiated, this is our excellent game where we take a game and we guess how long does it take to beat. Um, so the way it works is like. We've got the main, main plus 100%. You've got uh, like a, basically, if you choose to do all of them, you have a five-hour leeway. If you do two, you get a three-hour leeway. And if you only choose one, you get a one-hour leeway. Um, So basically, like, you know, yeah. So the game this week, which I think maybe, maybe this might be the first time when we have guests on, usually the game is horrendously difficult. (laughs) But (laughs) I, I think this game might be okay. It's God of War 2. Wait, actually, shouldn't we have like two guest spots? They could because we sure, have yeah. Guests. Well, if one of you gets it correct, if you both get it correct, double the points for the guests. Uh, how dare you! I'm, I'm, I'm <laughs> oh fighting Vicente in this one. Yeah, good. Fight, right? <laughs> so we've got our guests one here. So I'm gonna make like Paula said. I'm gonna make one, and then yeah, perfect. So you can type it in even right into the um, Google Doc if you want, or just tell us, and either one is fine. So yeah, God of War 2, the PlayStation 2 classic. <laughs> Let's see here. Hang on. I thought I thought they delayed that. I thought Ragnarok wasn't le- releasing for a while. Oh, you're very funny. <laughs> Wait, God of War 2 Rick's for been a little which sad. console again? The PS2. The PS2. It's the PS2 one. God of War Ragnarok hasn't come out yet. Don't do this to me. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I just I was just wondering because like don't we have like that curse going on for all PlayStation games? Oh the curse. Yeah, but that's for PS1 games. Oh yeah, you're right. We always under guess PS1 games. Um or over we do bad things with PS1 games. Um <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> I I'm gonna go uh ten eleven fifteen. That's what I'm gonna do. I'm- I am going 12, 13, 15. I have yeah. no idea what I'm doing. I don't think it's crazy long. I remember these games are pretty linear. Very fun, but linear. Wait, I, 
practice. I don't think I it. understood the format. Yeah. Oh, okay. You mean like the minimum, the maximum, and so, how much it takes to 100%? Yes. So, yeah, main is like, so on how long to beat, they've got like main, um, the main time is just like you just go through and you, you just beat the story. Main plus extras is like you do some side quests and stuff. And then 100% is just completionist. You did everything. Very nice. Yeah. So, usually right. main is the smallest time. Maybe plus a little more, you know, et cetera. Um, it's in hours, though. Yeah, in hours. In the, the, yeah. And yeah. sometimes in half hours as well. Not in hours, please. <laughs> well, I'm no, going to add a half hour. You can't you can <laughs> do half hours. <laughs> I'm going to say a little bit. It's just going to be like that. <laughs> you'll, you'll just break my heart a little bit more. For some reason, Rick hates the half hours, even though he uses them all the time, but I don't know. <laughs> that's never happened. You, I don't know what you're talking just about. Just use half an Literally hour there happened. out of spite. <sighs> okay. I think the one time it did happen, it, it was about you're right, pal. Just like as a point of just wind up. <laughs> <laughs> so let's see what do we got here. We've got and yeah. So like we said, if you do all three, you get five hours like here or there. So if it's like you know, yeah. So let's see what what are our times that we got here. It's a we've got nine, ten, and thirteen. Actually, why don't we all just say them? So I'm gonna go with ten, eleven and a half, and fifteen. Rick. I've done 11, 13, 15. Uh, 10 and a half, 11, and 15 and a half. Ooh. I went with 8, 9, and 9 and a half. And I went with 9, 10, and 13. Moment of truth, folks. Let's find it out. Could this be the first time the guests get it right? Time to find out. I think it might be. Okay, main story, 12 hours. So far, so good. Pop, pop. Main plus actress, 13 hours. Completionist, 14 hours. Boom, boom, boom. Oh, guess. No, no, you got it. That's good. Because you have a five-hour five leeway, so you're good. Um, which means okay. both of you points. got points. Well done, good sirs. You've just, uh, yes. you've just put the guests on the board with 10 points. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> God knows the guests need every point they can get. Yeah, now there's hope. <laughs> Yeah, I know, because at this point, Rick and I have 118 points, and Paula just broke 100, so you're at 103, woo, and our guests are at 10, but that 10 is like 100, frankly, because, you know, guests are not very often. (laughs) Um, Thank you both so much for joining us today. This has been an absolute pleasure, Um, and that's that. Where can we, yeah, where can we catch you guys and and whatnot? What Lies in the Multiverse is coming? Oh, no, I should have... Looks up first Switch, right? Isn't it all, all main consoles? Hold on. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's all main consoles. Switch. Uh, yeah, Switch, PS4, uh, and Xbox One. Yeah, and PC. And Steam. And PC, and PC, and Steam. Yeah. And Vita. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and Wii U. That's important. <laughs> oh, yes, and Wii U. And Wii U. <laughs> yeah. And TBA. And Sega Nomad's like to be announced, right? <laughs> yeah. Coming soon. Where's the uh, virtual boy version? And, and we can tag if you guys want to send us any of any like anything you want us to link to, like Twitches or whatever. We'll uh, link those in the description so people can check you guys out. Yes. Awesome. Till next time, guys. Bye. All right. Thank you all.